Hello and welcome to podcast you want to be a bit quieter, number 20. Okay, <laughs> and I'll try not to shout. Because we're outside. And so we are outside today, so you might get Home some of Bovey doesn't really need bird, to no, you know, bird noise. bird noises and uh, Rosie yapping, uh, whining. She wants to come out too. Yeah. Um, so, welcome back and uh, today's, today's a, a, a bit of a, a mix and match, but... Um, it is going to lead into uh, a, a couple of topics which I think we're both quite interested in and I think are normally outside of yeah. general discussion. I think we sort of came to it because uh, like things that happened in the week. So we had that full fact thing which was bollocks. Oh yeah, you didn't think much of that. No, and then, and then we were talking about nose breathing again. Well, we always um, notice it, particularly on our Saturday morning yeah. walk, don't we? Yeah. And uh, so we would all try. So, so let's explain a bit. Um, so we'll, we'll talk about well, stuff gonna... in the news and stuff that's interested us, and then we'll go, like okay. try and do a deep dive into nitric oxide. Yeah. Uh, yes. And so. Um, oh, that's donkey hair. I wondered what it was. We, as as regular uh, listeners will know, we we do read the Saturday and Sunday papers now, because. Basically, there isn't quite so much else to do. <laughs> no. So, so in the paper this weekend, uh, there was a very interesting article about yeah. some long COVID sufferers who have yes. gone back so, to. Um, and uh, we, we knew about this. Um, it would it'd been on a couple of podcasts uh, mm. over the last year. Nothing to do with long COVID or anything. Just general health. Um, this place in Poland. So I've written it there so you can pronounce it because otherwise you wouldn't be able to. Wieliska. Yeah. We think. Um, no, it is. I've checked. Wieliska and no, I was the pronunciation. Oh, I was worried about. No, that's why I did it oh. like that. So I checked. Oh, Wieliska. Yeah. Oh, I see. Well, that I really does the make pronunciation. sense. Pronunciation. And the premise of that is that people go into the uh, into the underground salt mine. So let's. Uh, do you want me to read it, or do you want? No, to no, read no, it? no, okay, no. So it's well, you're, you're going to lead into it. Salt mine. It's a, yeah, yeah. But the point I was trying to make is that people go in there. A bit like people used to visit spa towns or whatever. They go in there for the benefit yes, of their health and have done since the 13th. 18, well, no, so the 13th century was when it became, like was a salt mine. And then in the 1800s, ah. they, uh, they couldn't understand why these people working in the salt mine had So such, healthy. Yeah. It didn't make any sense because they were obviously down a mine all day, every day. Mm. with uh, But their respiratory systems were absolutely fine. So... Like there was a, a doctor that was particularly interested in it, um, and they discovered this. Well, you, yeah. yeah, well, you, you you tell everyone. Basically, uh, because of the ions, I'm I'm saying that oh, with, with the so sodium. So it's an a- absolute ratio of one to one between sodium and chlorine. Chloride. Yep. Oh, chloride. Uh, so ions. the ions. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is fantastically good because, for your health. Yeah, because it works it, on, in our body. It's an osmotic thing, so you need it needs to balance all the cells and the fluids around it and everything, and that's what you need. So you need a sodium, and that it's all to do. It's re, it, uh, you know, I'm just, <sighs> I, I I'm really t- struggling with the understanding of all of the. I mean, it's so intense the electrolyte process, and it's so key. And I think a lot of people feel sort of down and under the weather when they don't have the right electrolyte balance and it's re- and and you know it's a, it's a very noticeable thing cramp at night say yes you know that's immediately electrolyte balance um but but it, i think it's it's there's so much more when you get the cramp at night it's probably 
so much more going on. Well, from where we, we are, realize. we we would say that as usual, um, you know, because people don't quite understand it properly. It's it, it's you, you get a lot of misinformation or you get a lot of vagaries, and yeah. and nobody really can get to the bottom of it. And no. and all we found here is that um, we don't really know the process. Maybe we do know a bit more about the process, but 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 basically, people have gone in there. And, oh, I see the mine thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with the mine. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and appear to be that appears to be very, very beneficial so, to them. So what they do know is that it so it stabilizes the the It's a stable microclimate. Uh, climate. Um, so it's exactly right. So, so it's like a, and it's just the right temperature so that it doesn't put like it, it's it's almost like your lung temperature. So there's no extra pre- you know it's like when you go outside and you cough because it's cold air or whatever it is that won't happen there because mm. it's just that the microclimate is perfectly suited to lung health that's the first thing it's very pure air mm. um it's it's the 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 when you're breathing in it's obviously aerosol mineral rich anyway um it's a, it's got a great microbiology as well um just the the atmosphere so you're not damaging your body's microclimate so basically you're giving your lungs everything that they want yeah. in exactly the right yeah. proportions and it's a high it's high it's a highly ionized so it's a bit like being by the sea yeah it, well, which we that, all seem to know and y- you know yeah. get, get a breath of sea air well, it's and kind i think of asking that as a question for you so when they say it's highly ionized i immediately imagine well it's like being by the sea or on the yep. waves or whatever yeah is that right yeah yeah that's yeah. exactly it and and I think that the reason that we've mentioned this is that this does definitely lead on to Ooh. how important it is, is, is A, what you breathe, and, and this is obviously, you know, almost the, the, the perfect air, and, and B, I did manage to remember B, yeah. how you breathe, and that's where the nose breathing and everything yeah. else is going to come Ooh, in. Oh, it's a bit hot now. Yeah. Put me blanket out. The sun is shining. Le soleil brille. Mm. I don't know how that went, anyone who does speak French. Well, they um, didn't shout it, so they probably didn't understand. And that's true. Um, so, so that's why we're talking about it. And uh, it, it, if you go back you know, a, a few years, I say a few years, back to the Victorians, they had, they were very, very keen. Anything that looked like it was a, a bit of a spa, a, 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 yeah, a benefit to your health, they would, they would immediately call it the spa and yeah. start travelling to it. Um, yeah. I, I stay in Ashby de la Zouche at the moment, and they had, they, they had, they were a spa town, they were. and and unbelievably, they had no waters or anything there where springs came to the ground. But they used to import on the railway. As soon as the railway was built, they could import salt from salt mines. Put it in their baths, and then uh, and then suddenly they were a spa town. Yeah. So that's a very good effort in terms of 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 putting your putting your town on the map. I feel. Yeah. Interesting now that all of that, including the very last sort of grand hotel that was around that area, has now been Thank is you, now Rose. gone. You know, it's, it's 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 been and gone. I don't even think there's a no. railway station in Ashby anymore, no. which is a great shame. So that that town has definitely moved on. Where were we? Do? Oh yeah, we were picking up Rose. We were in Taunton, and that's the same. It's got all these massive old buildings, complete by the side, like beautiful, massive old Victorian mm. sort of chambers and things, mm. and they're just not. No, I think it's a job to find them, um, to, f- to anyway. find a use for them, though. Bye, so, that's so, so that's, yeah. that's that's sort of where we're we're headed to. Um, 
Yeah, so and they, so that was that was really interesting because we've been doing I've been looking at the nitric oxide and then I read the newspaper and that was like oh okay that's you know so this is but it, at the moment it's it, I think it's been taken over and is being used for long COVID sufferers yes. um, and it is improving their health and uh, as usual everybody's going oh well there's no real scientific evidence but it's working yeah um, and so why not give it a go I mean it's all very well and again this all ties in with what i'm going to talk about with the vitamin d stuff um but you know if something's working well so if i think some of the trouble is that um you, you can't put it in a in a foil packet yeah. and call it a drug yeah probably you know and i think unfortunately that's the way mm. our life goes isn't yeah. it and we're very much um so yeah we, we are very much driven by that anyway, as a on society a more positive note, we will come back to this whole nitric oxide thing but the other thing that's been around a lot because dr hyman's doing the uh, rounds of all the podcasts oh, is the pegan diet yeah. and i just uh, some initial thoughts on it so i haven't read the book yet um i've looked it up I complete. I am. I am a hundred percent certain. I know what he's going to say, and so uh, sorry about this, Wilf, because I know you don't like it. But we're basic. It's basically a diet that avoids the devil's, devil's triad. triad. That you know, it's just, mm. it is you know, and at which point you're going to be so much better off yep. than anyone else. And I can understand where he's coming from because there is a huge movement towards veganism and vegetarianism. And so, you know, great, let's get those people on board with a healthy diet. But it's nothing new. It's nothing It's nothing that I haven't been coaching for years or, um, you know, but, I, but fair play. If it's going to bring more people in and more people are going to be interested and they're going to learn about the Devil's Triad and how appallingly bad they are for your health then great well let's just let's just run through them again so it's 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 your seed oil yeah, and i'll be fascinated to know how that that manages with the pegan actually. well it's because you just have coconut oil so oh, you're not getting the, so at that point you're not getting the benefits of the the fat soluble no, no. minerals and vitamins that you would get from tallow or yep. beef fat but you 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 know it's it's going to oh, so be they better don't than have the, um would they have olive oil yeah you can have evo but it, it's still again you have to you have to be so careful with that are you getting a high quality one mm. Are, you know, has it been oxidised in its process? So you, what about the vegetable oils? Know. Do they eat the vegetable oils? That's... No, 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 no. Why not? That's sort of vegan, isn't it? Well, vegans. Less is oh, why I see. Doing this, this is diet. a very specific yes. diet. Got yes. it. So they've moved on from your yes. basic vegan, where you're yes. eating all the the rubbish oils. Okay, so back to the devil's diet. So well, I think what he's trying to do is just like any diet, you can have a crap carnivore diet, you can have a crap yeah. vegan diet. Yeah. And what he's trying to say is this is a good one. This is a good one. Yeah. yeah. And he does include a bit of animal. Because you never, you know, for somebody like me, if I went on the vegan diet, within a month, I would suffer the effects of uh, lack of vitamin B because I had the MTHFR mutation, seventy percent lacking. Actually, I've got I'm I'm homozygous for it, so you know, I'm double, way down the list. whatever, yeah. Uh, so if I went on this, this is where I would suffer and it doesn't matter how many lentils or beans or nuts you give me, at that point I would have such a bad histamine reaction that it would negate anything that I was getting from the bees. So again, you know, great, but bear in mind that one diet doesn't suit all. No. Um, so within the, within the avoid the devil's triad, I think this is great for certain people, just like the carnivore diet's great for certain people. The paleo diet, I think probably... I think it's called pegan because it's basically paleo with a lot less meat. Right. 
So again, we come back to that. If you're eating a healthy paleo diet, you can't go wrong. Yes, it's a very good starting point. And, and, and you're saying, you know, well, I, th I think what we're trying to say is that the first thing you have to do is to be more aware of what you are eating. That's, 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 that's the first step to anywhere. Yeah. And then at that point, you hopefully you'll experiment, the old N equals one, and you'll work out what is good for you. you know, it yeah. could be fish is what's going to suit you. It could be the, the veg. Yeah. yeah and you need to just like Aggie's you know she's much to all of our sadness because I don't think I suffer that badly with the cheese but you know I don't tend to have it but she has discovered that it it has a histamine response for her mm. and so she just doesn't feel good if she's had the well, cheese well I get the headaches which you is get the headaches. most unusual because I never get a headache I would say except if I eat but it is an cheese. N equals one because you know she can have cream she can have mm which is mainly fat, I guess. Well, But you know what I mean? Yeah, it's eggs not all don't dairy. Have, it's not, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't eat egg whites particularly. No. Uh, so you do have to, but you know, if you're not, so we were talking about birthday presents, weren't we? And I'm quite keen now to get a continuous glucose monitor and I think the birthday present is probably the ideal way to get it because it's not cheap, cheap. I mean, it's not it's not the thousands of dollars it used to be a couple of years ago, but well, and, it's enough and, that I wouldn't just go out and spend the money on it. And I think that that's a fascinating. Uh, it has to be the continuous monitoring, yeah. doesn't it? Is is where because you want to know your postprandial spikes and you want to yeah. know what you are the instant you wake up, rather than like that five minutes of getting up and getting and, it all and sorted and the testing sorted. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So and would... and people will vary. So I think for me, I have quite a long time of glucose spike when I get up in the morning before it drops away. So Whereas what do you base people, that on then? Well, just the fact that it doesn't, uh, like I did it, what, how long was I up? Uh, oh, you've an got, hour? You, you've got a manual the, tester now, haven't and you? I, it was still quite a high glucose level. Mm. Mm. Um, so I didn't do it, I meant to do it another hour later and I forgot. But that's the kind of thing. Yep. Yes, yeah, so, so we probably need to explain that you have got now got the, like a, 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 a well, pricking whatever, a, a pricking test. I had a keto mojo anyway when I went, uh, like for year. I've had it for like four, five, four years. Oh, right. Because I got one at um but the it's not actually conference. You, you don't sort of rate it do you and well, i think we've all not. decided that the continuous glucose is yes it, but that was but that wasn't be. that was for um ketones mm. but now they've come out with one i got in my biohacking box so it's they come out with one that does the ketones and the glucose yep. yeah, but yeah. i'm still i it used to be if you'd asked me three years ago i would say test ketones test ketones test ketones and now i'm just not as convinced it's good to know that you have a level of ketones but i'm not convinced how important that is if you know that you're not eating the crap mm. then that's and you know the, you've got ketones better. that's probably yeah. okay and you don't yeah. want major high ketones because it means your body's working too hard again it's like ma having major high uh, well, insulin anything. glucose whatever yeah exactly yeah. So nutritional ketosis is fine, but you, and you need to be able to dip in and out of that as well. Well, I think that's what's come around in the last few years mm. is is the fact that you need to be metabolically flexible, and and even people like your Paul Saladinos, who who obviously tried his, his carnivore and, and completely meat based, and now he's gone up to some honey, hasn't he? Well, he has the honey and, as his and carbs, and he has some, a little bit of squash every and now squash and again in order to spike his yeah. uh, you know spike his responses and make his body work through yeah. that process. Our yeah. body is made to go through that. Yeah, you know who knows whether it's supposed to be every day every week every month every year yeah. but i think we've all decided that that's better to be it's the flexibility that's the important thing and yeah. not necessarily being yeah. completely in ketosis all of the time yeah. so 
yeah. yeah the flexibility is great and i think the and longer we yeah and that's sorry i was just thinking there are all sorts of ways that you can like spike ketosis just like you can spike you get i mean you can you know if i was to fast for 24 hours and then have some brain octane i would have ketones off the chart yeah. mm. but what good oh, i'm not quite sure what what good that well, would, does any good because do. that that sort of level they would just go out in your pee wouldn't they well, the ones you weren't using, yeah, but I don't know, and I don't know whether I don't know enough about. I don't think anybody actually knows enough about how major key. Unless you're really, really ill, I don't think there's any medical ketosis is different to nutritional ketosis. I would suggest, and I think there is more evidence on the medical ketosis if you're very ill, mm-hmm. because you are basically uh, shutting down a lot of systems or giving those systems a rest. Mm. Mm. Um, and uh, instigating autophagy. Oh, what is the matter with me in that word? Isn't it? Autophagy, you say it. I'm not even going to try. Okay, thank you. What is the Which, matter? Uh, anyway, is, there we go. Is, is where you know yeah. you're, you're, the dead cells are yeah. being recycled, basically. So back to the pegan diet again, because we. So we're back to the pegan, and, and we never got to the bottom of the devil's, <laughs> devil's triad, triad no, which, okay, which so is the processed seed oils, oils processed know, carbohydrates, carbohydrates, and your refined sugars. No. Well, it's it's processed food, I guess, and then you're yeah, you're all sorts of your refined sugars. It's like it's all that. It's that classic thing, isn't it? Of like when you do an epidemiological study and you say, "Oh, meat's bad for you," but what they what what they're including in that is like a burger, and it's well, how much of that burger is actually meat? Ah, well, we're on another argument. No, we, yeah, here, we no. are, but that's the whole thing of the, like, the devil's triad is not, it's never looked at. No. So we would include poor quality burgers and sausages and uh, maybe even s- some yeah, of your... Yeah, but burgers on their own, not a, not a like, a, not a burger bun with everything. a bun and everything. No, processed meat. You see, it's not... Y- yeah, but you look at cheap sausages, yeah, you know, it's about 30% yeah, meat and 70% rubbish. But people include that. We were, Aggie and I were watching a programme the other day and the woman was... was telling a, a vegan about like how, showing her a picture of the like uh, showing her her table of what she ate and all the meat she ate and it was chicken nuggets sausage it rolls was little sausage rolls it was cocktail sausages it was like processed ham yeah we wouldn't include uh, any of that there wasn't anything on that table that i would have defined as meat honestly nothing yeah. it was bizarre and so that processed food is just doing you so much damage that instantly, you know, and it's got the seed oils in it, it's got the processed sugars in it, it's like, it's it's mm. everything combined. Your body can't cope with high levels of all of those foods. It doesn't know what to do first. It's just yeah. like, what am I going to do? Well, I wanted to just go back a, a so, few steps. So, so uh, sorry, so no. let's just finish on the pegan thing and say it's great because it hopefully will introduce a lot more people to a diet that is outside of the standard American diet. And thinking about their and diet. Thinking, yeah. And at which point, hopefully, they can, they, yeah. they can make but it. But I would say, if you're going to go on it, great, but, then, but listen to your body because you might have the lentils and be like me and be bloated all afternoon and go, well, well, I'm on a healthy diet, what's the matter? Well, you can't have lentils, that's it. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Yeah, yeah, go you, and eat Your lentils else. don't suit you. Mm. Yeah. Okay, rant over. Okay, so we've done that. So, so <laughs> You've got a donkey hair in your mouth. Ah, lovely. There we go. So, um, so, so, so there's Pegan, and that's just another one in, in the armoury yeah. of, of possible, yeah. you know, possible diets, yeah. things, things, things to and eat. And I think because Mark Hyman is, like, uh, pretty well known, you it will probably... with him, didn't you? No, no, I've seen him talk. Oh, okay. Um, I think I think because he's pretty well known. If you, there are more people that will hear it. Hear we'll the hear word. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I was going to say about the flexibility is we take it for granted now massively but being metabolically flexible is is probably the biggest gift you can give yourself I mean it is absolutely fantastic and in many ways we came upon it by dint of all the other things we were doing in terms of the diet we wanted to follow and and, and following you know bulletproof and and early sort of primal stuff as well but to be metabolically flexible you you really aren't you're very very rarely hungry again mm. and and i people will often say during the day oh, i'm hungry and i must do this and, and they'll dive off to tesco's or something because they're so desperate that yeah. they need to have food in the next half hour yeah and and you and they'll go oh, no i i have to eat i'm hyperglycemic i have to eat and it's like no no <laughs> you just well not. maybe for them at that yeah, particular no, it is at time that point yes but it, what i mean is you, it's not. It's not something that you sh- you should be living with. Well, we don't think so. No, but that that's very yeah, difficult. You, slices of like bread because you're, you're you're judgmental. But y- yeah, it is the the most fantastic gift you can mm. give yourself. Yeah. I feel. And and if you get, I would say to anybody that if you're if you get the sh- the sh- sugar shakes, you're doing something fundamentally wrong. Mm is your body yeah. shouldn't you, you know that's your brain telling your body you're starving which you can't possibly be in the modern world no. you can't possibly be starving no, no. no. not yeah. not sat where we you know not in no. a like you, you, know. you will only have been half a day at the most since you had a meal yeah. yeah and for where we are we you know a day you can go all day without mm. anything so i'm not not you know i'm not trying to be no, this is the trouble. Yeah. It sounds like you're Judgmental trying to say you must whatever. do this and, 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 and I know but that there are people starving in the world, so I didn't mean it like that. I just meant as a, in our in our Western society of, middle of class the people. bubble. Yeah, middle class bubble. Yeah, yeah. very good. Okay, so um, we've sort of dived a little bit then into that's all our week was, and then into the week. What also yeah. happened in the week was we <laughs> we end up Agatha and I end up listening to this uh, program on the radio, and uh, they have the full fact checker people on and uh, they start off with the most ridiculous things and you go yeah well obviously that's not right and then they bring in something quite insidious and uh, and try and pretend that it's not true um, and this week it was it <laughs> I, st- I can't believe it that even the government guidelines recommend vitamin d intake i can't i i can't get my head round i think it's just this whole thing of like let's just just dismiss anybody that thinks outside of of big pharma oh i see yeah well so what we're saying so so what they were saying is that vitamin d isn't good for you well not even that it isn't good for you it's not going to help you in the well they what what they were trying to say was it's not going to help with covid weren't they that was what they were trying to say and then they were laughing about it but what how they did it was they dismissed and it's true dismiss it because it's it's an epidemiological study of a very few people based in andalusia one study where they're in let's bear in mind they didn't even there was correlation and causation off the charts i mean it's just so ridiculous it's not even true in andalusia in the summer okay are we going to say that that there's not that sun exposure at that point a massive sun exposure thank you yeah. but they were talking about supplementation now so at which point you don't need supplementation i just so they were saying that they had lower levels of covid and then in January, they had higher levels of COVID. And I'm just like, I'm looking at Agatha, Agatha's looking at me. And they start to laugh about the fact that they then went on to say that it couldn't possibly be the vitamin D supplementation, couldn't have anything to do with helping with COVID. And I was just, 
you know. Well, we seem to. We and yeah, okay, on, on a full fact checker basis, sorry, but that, you know, they're probably absolutely right because. Oh, I well, just I don't despair. think they are right. Well, no, but you know Have what you I mean? There's enough yet? evidence to, to, to say that the vitamin D supplementation had no effect on uh, the causation of. What, you know what I'm trying to say. I, my brain is just... Well, I think I know what you're trying to say, but you haven't given me a chance to say anything. Go on, so I was going to just try and sum it up. Yeah, go on. Is that in the summer, yeah, only because you're so angry <laughs> with it, in the summer, plenty of sunshine, plenty of naturally uh, occurring vitamin D, massive amounts in everyone's body, and a good, a good fighting of the COVID. The COVID levels were down. In the winter, probably less sun, although I'm not very familiar with the weather over there. So it could <laughs> oh, be that they get Spain, sun all the year round. It's um, pretty pretty south, isn't it? I don't know. Well, I, I don't know. So, but but presuming, we're presuming less. But then, you see, then we get into this thing of, um, of is a supplemented vitamin D as much use to you as the yeah. naturally occurring vitamin D, which I believe is an... In, a different pathway and produces does produce different chemicals in your body and, and we're going to lead on to this nitric oxide which yeah. it is a, a big precursor to um, is 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 a supplement as useful as the natural vitamin D and my take out for the day is you got to get natural sunshine at every opportunity and that's why we're sat outside in the sun today um, to try and keep your natural vitamin D up because that is fantastically good That's for you. It's all the costas on the coast. I mean, it's not even. I can't see it because oh, I'm the wrong angle. It's all the costas anyway. on the coast. Ridiculous. Okay. Yes. So, so, so let's that start was what at the we beginning were trying then, to shall say. We? Then. Yeah. So you were saying, uh, uh, just to oh, close out on this vitamin D, that in tr you know they've managed to, uh, as, as a lot of this fact check, I think you know they'll take one particular part of the study or whatever it is, and they will try and just diss it and yeah. and. And they can. If they can't, so they can't bottle the sunlight. They can't sell it to you. So it, they're trying to diss it, really. And and as I say, we would all suggest that you need to get lots of nice sunshine. Very very good for you. And yeah. and and as we go through this and we start talking about the nitric oxide, you'll see just how massively important it is. If if you want good health and you want you know your good circulation, you want your body to be working right, you need that vitamin D. It is essential i'm yeah. right with that isn't it yeah. low vitamin d levels oh yeah yeah which is which so okay so vitamin d itself we call it a vitamin really it's more of a hormone yes um yeah i don't know really why we call it a vitamin i think that's just how we found it and it went into the vitamin yeah. list that's an interesting thing, actually, is that vitamins, if you go A, B, C, D, whatever, they're all massively different molecules, oh, aren't yeah, they? yeah, yeah. And used for very, very different things. Yes, to, exactly. to put them all under the vitamin thing is and probably you, doing them a great disservice. Just while, I'm, just while we are, I am ranting, and I will calm down, but so people go out and buy cheap vitamin D supplements. Vitamin D is a fat-soluble vitamin stroke hormone. If you are not having it with any kind of fat, it will... It, it's not going to do anything. And the other point dissolve. about that is you need to know what levels of vitamin D. You can't just go out and take a whole pile of vitamin D. Whilst it's very difficult for it to be toxic, because it's fat-soluble, it will be stored in your fat. It's not just going to be like vitamin C that you're going to pee out. These things are, you know, really complicated. Our bodies are complicated systems. So if you're going to supplement with vitamin D, make sure it's a decent 
you know, supplement. So, for instance, there are tools available to you. I use a company called Consumer Lab, and they rate and examine these supplements for you. You know, they, they test for accuracy of description and that kind of thing. You know, you need to be doing this. Don't just go down your local chemist and buy cheap cheapest you can find vitamin d because it won't do you any good it was just like you are just it is just a waste of money at that point it is a fat soluble vitamin if you are going to buy one that doesn't come in fat please take some fat with it right that's a good so that's a good start with it and and what we would go on to say is that the vitamin d in your body then greatly affects your levels of nitric oxide it does but before we get on to that oh, okay. so just just to clear up vitamin d upregulates um immune cells this is why that we're on about it in this covid, uh, COVID thing, thing at the yeah. moment yeah um if that's how it fights disease it upregulates your immune cells like your natural killer cells your macrophages and your neuro neurophils it's like you know it's a it's a regulator it's a it's a it's an immune system regulator um so lack of it means that you are in unable to upregulate when you need to it's also a physical barrier um in the epithelial oh my my talk today well i think unfortunately cells. you got so excited about all this and you're so fed up with it yeah. that you probably needed uh, it's like, a bit like so it's a bit like with your like leaky gut it maintains the tight junctions of your epithelial cells which are like all you know that's your the, the, the lining of your blood cells every uh, uh, blood system everywhere epithelial cells okay that's the one that's the layer everywhere yeah so vitamin d is helping keep those junctions tight so that you're not leaking anywhere and that's a it's a strong system so it is and of course it everybody knows this don't they that it, it you can't absorb calcium without d uh and what you don't you do not want free calcium no so no okay fine so massively useful molecule yeah. a naturally occurring molecule in, yeah. in as much as go in the sun and you produce it mm -hmm. i would say massive correlation in in the last 12 months as to low d levels yeah really don't do you any good when you're trying to fight infection uh, i don't think there's any there's no well there's, you just can't disagree with that no. I, I, so many studies have shown that in, mm. in all sorts of countries oh so many studies just I that's why sweden I was just so one fed is, up is, with is one of them yeah oh and and so the, yes so we move on now to, to, to the oxide. very very exciting sort of story of uh, nitric oxide so nitric oxide oh, which, which is the a most fantastic thing in your body and is is actually your you know probably your greatest friend when it comes to uh to circulation and yeah. and to general well-being and yeah. and massively yeah. uh, you know once again because you can't put it in a foil wrapper mm. it, it, people ignore it but it is so important well it was really only in the 90s that they talked about it so it's a pretty new kind of uh studies and, studies and, and, and things research. yeah i mean that's i think somebody got a nobel prize for discovering it right so anyway so there are two pathways in our body for nitric oxide do you want to say what it does well i will do by oh, okay. via I, the I, pathways i was going to say because it is fantastic it just opens everything up doesn't yeah. it but anyway go on you so go through your path the, the the one uh, the main one that we'll be talking about is the nitric oxide synth synthesis which is a synthesis. Oh, my, my 
anyway it's an it's that which is an enzyme okay so that's so the pathway it, it converts so you need it's like when we're in the so that when we're in the sun or when we're nose breathing we convert nitric oxide synthesis into nitric oxide okay, okay? good yeah and that, so it's an enzyme nitric oxide synthesis is an enzyme yeah and so if anybody is aware uh, or not aware an enzyme is a kind of uh, precursor to make stuff happen and an enzyme in of and of itself doesn't change so once it's been used in theory it should just go back and wait to be used again very simply put okay um uh, and it actually converts l-arginine into nitric oxide and if you it, unfortunately for this particular precursor it will decline with age not only will it decline with age if you are if you have an unhealthy lifestyle so you smoke you're not exercising you're not getting the right sleep you've got a poor quality diet it's been shown to be well below 50 percent of what it would be in a healthy young adult yeah so and so as you get older you need to pay more and more attention yeah it would be my take on and, that. and for this one supplementation won't work this is very much a process in the body and it's like it's synthesized so you're in the sunlight you're getting the uva on your skin or your nose breathing so it's in the the cells in your nose these things happen because you're doing something not because you're taking something mm. does that make sense yeah well that, that we, we didn't dwell on that too much before but you were talking about you know your cheap supplements but whatever type of vitamin d supplement you're taking it is not the same no. as the naturally produced vitamin d from sunlight yeah that's basically it yeah yeah but vitamin d does so much more as well as the nitric oxide but yeah. you're never going to get nitric oxide nitri from the fr supplementation. from supplementation no and and that i think that's that's one of the very important things that we yeah. need to try and tell you because um you know we're obviously big on plenty of sun exposure you know for this reason and lots of other reasons yeah, and, of well-being and, and, and the other thing about that is that you know you talk about burning or whatever it is when you haven't got the bad fats in your skin well you don't burn shout out to Bess I think <laughs> yeah <laughs> came to that conclusion in her own right yeah so great yeah. and it is it is another another n equals one isn't it that that it's yeah, yeah, and 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 you know the trouble at the moment is is that um, you know I'm, I'm going to cite the slip slap slop or whatever it is over in Australia and and and, yeah, and they've been the, please look at the look at the research look at the studies yeah. you know, these cancers aren't going down no no it's tricky isn't it mm. and I would say I you know I'm a I've been part of that so <laughs> I have had four basal, basal cells. cells yeah. Uh, which which we very firmly put to. Um, you you know, don't to get a basal cell on the on your eye on the bottom eyelid from sun. Well, exposure. we haven't quite got there yet, so you so, you, you leapt in a bit too soon there. So four, which which we think is is very definitely on the back of the Epstein Barr virus, yeah. and and that is which also used to be known as the neck and throat, head and neck virus, head and throat cancer virus, isn't it? Yeah, and so and around your neck area, which is yeah. where all mine were, yeah. including, as you were just about to say, on the inside of my eyelid, yeah. which and now the sun gets there. Um, it it's it, it is still there because no, we've no, never no. had it 
cut out. It's so a lot, lot better. Well, there's always the chance. Right. It's very difficult to see because they took a biopsy very close to it, managed to yeah. miss it, <laughs> and I've got a scar now. I, yeah. <laughs> I think when you were ill before Christmas, it was there. Oh, it definitely came back. And it's gone again now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so on. Sorry, we've, we've sidetracked. So, you know, you just have a look at it yourself. We we can't recommend anything or or, or any course yeah. of action. But we would just say that you know, some good sunlight is fantastically good, and, mm -hmm. and just consider that. Yeah. Um. Yes. So that's that's the sort of lifestyle one, and then the other one is the nitrate nitrite nitric oxide pathway so that is that is that will be foods that are rich in nitrate that will then convert and that's stuff like leafy greens beetroot funnily enough mm -hmm. is a very good one um and and the reason that, and how that does that is by uh, oral bacteria believe it or not so you chew mm -hmm. it and then that releases the that sets the pathway in motion and releases wow. the nitric oxide and and so many people lack that because they have such appalling gut health Oh, they but they, they don't have the bacteria to do it. No, no. Oh well, that takes us into a whole other yeah, region of probably don't want to of, get into right? how much tough, how much you should brush your teeth, yeah. your, your your microbiome, well, and, the, and, and your diet, and you, and and obviously back to the diet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we we haven't really bigged up on what the nitric oxide does when once you've produced it, and and this is this this is a real like a winner, 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 um, because it dilates. Your, the vasodilation, basically, your, is your blood is the, vessels. So, uh, and because of that, it's going to improve circulation, blood pressure, circulation, uh, yeah. heart beat. Every, you know, it, it does all of that stuff well, in the circulatory the, system the, the, that that everybody says that you, you know, you put it, put you on a pill because you're not, you know, you've got high blood pressure, or put you on a pill because. You've got your arteries are closing up. Well, you know, your Maybe. pill is nitric oxide. So let's try and do it naturally. Yeah, and there are certain exercises you can do that will just vastly improve nitric oxide uptake. So, but you need to be nose breathing because you've got oh, cells. Let's move on to the nose breathing you've there. Got then. Cells so, so that line epithelial cells again that yeah. line your nose mm. that that start that reaction of. Uh, the nitric oxide so the production of nitric oxide is just one of the many benefits of nose breathing yeah. we are designed to breathe uh, through our nose yeah um if you it's the first but it's the first barrier the yeah. first line of defense and if you are bypassing it you're bypassing your first line of defense i think you can go back to um you can go back to genesis and and god breathed into our nostrils you know that that was I don't know where you are with all that, but that's, you know, that's the starting point. And people from then on have, I think, been on board with the fact at various times in various civilizations that nose breathing is very, very good for you. So we'll, um, you know, we can we can state the, the sort of some of the physical things of your nose has got uh, what do they call it erectile tissue in it so it can it almost you know subconsciously you close one nostril or the other to breathe either through your left nostril or your right nostril depending on where your body is I love is and how you remembered that one I know well I think it's fantastic <laughs> because um so, so one side goes more or less straight to your lungs and the other one has a a, a different journey in and around your brain and I I, I really should have done a bit of research on that it, but come on. no 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 no, no, no it's fine um is 
and, and maybe that will be another one to come to, but it is massively complicated. And as you stroll along with the, with the walking or whatever you're doing or you're working away, your nose will automatically change itself from left nostril to right nostril, depending on what, what your body desires. None of which can be done if you've started to mouth breathe. And I, I think there is general consensus now that mouth breathing is really not that good. It's your body being lazy, in effect. Is, is it lazy or is it because other uh, things have gotten its way, yeah, like block sinuses I mean. yeah, or yeah, block yeah, nostrils? Yeah, 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 what, 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 uh, it, it's the easiest route. And, and like even down to the fact that your vagus nerve is slightly out or whatever it is, so your jaw's slightly uncomfortable. So your body just goes, oh, I can't be, bo-, you know, it's like open your mouth quickest, you know, mm. because you are in survival. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm sure if you've never thought about it and you've never kept a bit of an eye on how you do through the day, is you will be, I'm sure you'll be calmer and, and life will be going in a, in a more, um, in a more sort of regulated way if you are nose breathing. As soon as you start to mouth breathe, you start to go into that fight or flight event, don't you? You are mm-hmm. agitated, it's mm-hmm. not a natural place to be, and you start to pant there's all sorts of things that can happen and if you can just maintain that nose breathing and it's amazing you know if you, if you consciously do it for a while i think yeah you I do don't. get used to it so there are very practical physical things like if you're breathing through your nose by the time the air reaches your lungs it's at the temperature it needs to be mm-hmm. which obviously like we were talking about the the salt mine yeah. there is a perfect temperature to make everything inhalation happen, and work properly yeah, yeah. and kill off bacteria and uh, so on and it makes it easier for your lungs basically mm. um, you are filtering out foreign particles yes I think that's a big one at the moment yep 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 um, and you're producing the nitric oxide it's yeah. a really really easy hack just put a bit of micropore tiny bit that's all it has to be because all you need to do over like the middle of your mouth because all you're trying to do is remind remind your body unconsciously Mm. to breathe through your nose like Mm. agatha didn't even need to do that and she does it all the time she's a very good nose breather now Mm. and that was just a week of telling herself exercising or whatever it is And, and that's when it gets slightly more complicated and when i probably would use and at night because you're asleep but you know and if it, if it gets all too much i mean the micropore is just really easy to take off mm. but you you will notice a difference in your sleep quality as well mm. because you inhale and exhale in a much more natural rhythm mm. well funnily enough 15 20 years ago there was a, the talk of, of trying to do training runs just breathing through your nose wasn't there yeah. I, I think people had worked out that there was benefit in in this whole thing but i think we've learned more and more about it haven't we as yeah. time's gone on and yeah. and the the, the the i'm just thinking of like we're talking about the benefits of nose breathing but the the side effects of mouth breathing you know you're not doing your mouth any favors because your mouth is is there primarily to to communicate and to eat mm-hmm. by using it as the function of breathing as well it's to the detriment of your mouth bacteria. Um, well, la- yeah, I mean, largely your mouth bacteria. At which point, you you know, you your gums don't aren't properly working, so you could get all sorts of gum disease. And the bacteria in your mouth that's used to digest food 
is out of whack. Mm. So, and, and you get, like, I, I suffer quite badly sometimes with the trigeminal thing, which is why I, when I remember, I'll put the micropore over. So I get really tight jaw. And a lot of that can be to do with breathing through your mouth rather than your nose. Yeah. Because it's doing something it shouldn't be doing or doesn't want to particularly do yeah. naturally. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've been blessed with a quite a large nose, I think it's fair to say. Mm -hmm. Not as large as me nan's, but pretty large. Um, I've always found it relatively easy to breathe through me nose, in, in like physically. And so probably I've been lucky in that respect. So, um, yeah, I don't think it's quite such a thing for me, but for you, you have been on a, you know, you go out walking you sometimes with all that down. tape around your mouth and get yeah. some very funny looks. Yeah. But I don't need to do that one anymore. No. I'm quite good with that. I don't like to breathe through my mouth. I get a dry mouth. It's not good. So, I think, are we, are we going to sum up now? Yep. So, I think today has been, once again, a celebration of just how magical our bodies are, really and the, the the fact that these hacks if, if that's what you want to call them of, of the natural vitamin d of the nose breathing all to increase your nitric oxide and then the benefits of that extra nitric oxide in terms of of your better you know vascular mm. system um well, they're free they're, they're, they're not it even is they basically shouldn't be, free they, we, shouldn't be, we shouldn't be calling them free hacks because they are just what we should you know what what like our our ancestors would have mm. been doing and the more that we can take ourselves give ourselves these boosts away from modern society towards what our bodies naturally do the more healthy we will be well, I think it's, you've got to say at this point that we, we don't live in, in a tribe, you know, in, in the middle of, of an African plain or whatever it is, you know, hunter-gatherer or whatever. So it, it, for us today, we have to find the best mm. blend uh, of, of you know, all the modern conveniences mm. and, and possibly going to work and everything else that's involved with it all. Mm. And as much of the, of the old, you know, hunter-gatherer as we would see it or, or caveman, mm lifestyle that you can introduce into your yeah, so I suppose westernized it's like, world if i think about what i would term biohacking then this is probably this isn't really biohacking this is just how we used to be trying to get back to whereas biohacking takes the best of modern science doesn't it really mm, okay yeah so there's not a lot of science i'm just thinking no there's no well there is because we understand well, the well, science behind it. it we think we understand it yeah. to a degree but it's just do these things that our ancestors would have done Mm. without even thinking mm. and then, and without even knowing well, why no well it was part of their lifestyle yeah. wasn't it that's the thing yeah 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 no it, it's um so we would suggest that as usual it it, it doesn't have to be expensive it, it, it you, you can make yeah, some big not, changes yeah. and and do yourself a power of good with just a little bit of thought and a little mm. bit of, of of slightly rejigging the way you live your life yeah so yeah so so i think that's it really um anything we want to moan about before we go no i think i've done enough <laughs> ranting and moaning you did at the start you got in quite sorry. a state with all that sorry well but that was yeah. we will just close on the fact that we you know we all seem to be a little bit um fraught fraught yes that's a good word yeah fraught's a good word to describe it and so I'm sure everyone out there is the same. Life's not still not quite the same. We're still not quite sure. Yeah, and it'll where be for different go. reasons. We know why we're fraught, and 
other people yeah. have fought for completely yeah. opposite reasons. So on a very very positive note, um, s still seem to be improving on the old kidney oh, function. Oh yeah, you're doing so much better. It's brilliant. Massively well. And, and have to remind you of that sometimes, don't we? Yes, you do. Frustrated pants. So yeah, obviously the, the the first indicator is 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 the actual peeing in the pan. <laughs> And that's that's looking different completely. And then the the strips are looking yeah. much much better. Yeah. So um, I'm yeah, off for an ultrasound. We even got a third opinion, didn't we? And she was quite happy that yes. it was. <laughs> I'm off for um, an ultrasound next. Yeah, that and then, would be uh, interesting. In a couple of months' time, I go back. So I'm very very optimistic that I'll be back to normal. Yeah. That's 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 the idea. But still, trying to look after myself yeah. in, in in all ways. Yeah. So there we go. So yes, see how we get on with it all. Yeah. Okay, well done. Okay. Yep, bye. Happy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Cheerio. Keep smiling. Bye.